You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode nine of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week we're talking about podcasting. Now we're still in lockdown in the UK and one of the things, one of the projects I've been doing is to get my podcast started and get it out there and get it launched. And it's something I've been thinking about for a long time, but it never quite made it. So I decided that now is the time and I need to do it. So I thought what I'd do is share with you the reasons behind doing the podcast, also the steps of putting it together to see whether it's something that's good for your business. For me, podcasts are a brilliant way to consume content because you can listen to them on the go. I can listen to them as I'm walking the dogs, as I'm doing the gardening, as I'm traveling. So it's a really great way for me to learn but without it taking up extra time in my day. And audiobooks are becoming more and more popular these days, so podcasts are out there too. I thought I'd start by sharing a few facts and figures about podcasting that I learned from somebody called, I think it's Lou Mongello, and his talk at Upreneur last year. And he was trying to inspire us all to get out there and do podcasts because he believes they're much easier to create than writing a blog because you just have to sit and talk. And most of us can do that. So some of the facts and figures that he gave us are, firstly, as a podcaster, you are going to be a big fish in a much smaller pond than if you're writing blogs and articles because there are thousands of blogs to every podcast. So they're really going to help you to stand out. The second fact was really interesting. He told us that only 17% of podcasters are female. So why not? Why not get out there? Because just being a female podcaster is going to help me to stand out. And also a lot of podcasters are from the US. So if you're not, then another advantage because having a different accent is going to help you to stand out too. One interesting piece of information he gave us was that if you get 136 downloads of your podcast, that will put you in the top 50% of podcasts, which seems mad. But actually it shows how small your show can be to actually get some leverage. Another really interesting fact is 93% of podcast listeners will listen to your whole podcast. Now, this is huge because so many people switch off when you do videos. How many people watch whole videos? But podcasters listen to the whole thing. So you can do long form content as well. So not just bite sized podcasts like mine. Some podcasts go on for an hour or more. One of the things that I love about podcasts is I think it's a really personal way of marketing yourself. If you listen to podcasts like I do, you start to get to know the host. You start to get to know their style, get an idea of who they are. And actually, I've met a lot of people that I listen to podcasts of and it's like you already know them because it's it's a very... 
it's a very good way of welcoming people into your world. And actually, as practitioners, building connection and relationships with our clients is by far the best way to market ourselves. Now, I first dabbled in podcasts many years ago with Claire Brooker, who I interviewed in last week's podcast. And I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Claire and I did our first podcast together. And to be fair, we didn't have a clue what we were doing. We absolutely flew by the seat of our pants. We had a lot of fun, but we got there and we actually got a series of 50 out. And what's interesting, although that was years ago, there's still a really valuable resource. And I still get clients off the back of those podcasts. And they're just sitting there working for me. They're an asset for the business. Now, they're not only good for introducing clients into my business, but they're also really valuable for clients that I work with to provide an extra way of supporting them. So it's not just about marketing yourself, but it's also having that as part of the way I can support my clients that's been really useful. And I'll put a link in the show notes to the episode so that you can have a laugh on our behalf but oh they're cringeworthy when I listen to them I want to hide but they do the job so recently as you're aware Holistic Business Matters has been born has been launched and it's been something I've really wanted to do for some time now and there have been a number of options and formats and names that I've played around with. I've even recorded a few intros, but it's never actually made it to the light of day. And I decided this year was going to be the year I launched the podcast and being in lockdown has really helped that. But I decided it was going to be my year. And I also looked at how I could keep it as simple as possible. One of the reasons it hasn't happened before is because I wanted to do the perfect show. I wanted to interview amazing people and have collaborations and do all of these things. And actually, I was overwhelming myself. So I decided to keep it really simple and use my podcast as a way of sharing what I do on my blog and do the occasional interview, but make it something that's much more achievable, especially as I'm doing it myself. If you decide you want to start a podcast, the first thing I'd say is get some support. Claire and I, as I said, flew by the seat of our pants. And whilst we got the podcast out there, I knew there are a lot of areas that weren't as good as they could have been. So this time I decided to actually join a program and it was run by podcaster and audience building expert Janet Murray and podcasting expert Colin Gray. And they created this program where basically in 60 days you could plan and launch a podcast. So I decided that I would do that program because it would keep me focused, it would hold me accountable and it would also fill in those gaps in my knowledge. So yes, there were some things I knew in that program, but there were other bits that I wasn't sure about or that I needed clarity over and especially technology. And to be totally transparent, it was a great program and I'm actually an affiliate for Janet Murray. So if you want to join the program, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I thought I'd outline the steps that you need to go through if you want to create your own podcast. And that's whether you DIY it or join a program like I did 
or even get a podcast coach. There are lots of ways you can do it, but these are some of the considerations and some of the things you need to think about when you do a podcast. Firstly, why do you want to do it? Don't just do it because you think it's a good idea, because actually it takes a lot of work and a lot of commitment. There are a few main reasons for people starting podcasts, and they can be anything from wanting to get more people onto your website or onto your email list. You can use them to promote your products and services. They're a brilliant way to raise your profile as an expert and your authority. And especially if you want to do speaking, they're a really good way to help you stand out. As I said, with the podcast I did with Claire, they're a brilliant way to both educate and support clients. Podcasts help you to build connections as well with people and to find people to collaborate with. So if you want to to reach out to people within your industry and outside of it, they're a really good vehicle for doing that. And you could use your podcast to create an income stream for your business as well. You could use things like advertising and other ways to to use the podcast to, to provide your business with yet another way of making some money. The first thing to do is plan out your podcast. Having a plan is going to really focus your efforts and help to keep you on track because you've made some of the important decisions to start with. So the things that you need to include in your plan are things like your topic area and who your audience is who are you trying to reach with your podcast think about the format of your show as well you know things like how often can you release an episode are you going to do a series or are you going to do a show every week every fortnight every month really think about what you can commit to because it does take time and work also think about things like how long your shows are going to be are they going to be a solo show are you going to interview people is it a collaboration like me and Claire the next thing to think about is the equipment now I would say if you're new to podcasting start with what you have if you can I'm lucky I've got a microphone that I had from podcasting with Claire and mine's a blue yeti which is just a USB microphone I can plug into my computer. But if you've got a decent microphone and decent headphones, start with them. If not, find one that you can just plug into your computer and use for podcasting. And then just record straight into your computer or laptop. That's probably the easiest way of doing it. There are certain softwares you can use. If you've got a Mac, you've got GarageBand, which you can use. If you've got a PC, there's a fantastic piece of free software, which is what I record in, called Audacity. And again, I'll give you a link in the the show notes for that. But it's really quite simple to use. If you're going to be recording interviews and they're not in person, they're online, Zoom is brilliant for this because you can actually record your discussion on zoom and then download the audio file so it's there ready for you and all you've got to do is any editing you want to do to that file so zoom would be my first choice for that and just think about also where you record you need somewhere that's really quiet and where you're going to get no interruptions And where possible, make it a kind of enclosed space with lots of soft furnishings because that's going to really help improve the audio quality. Now, I've got a she shed is my office at the end of the garden. So 
and I end up hanging up quilts from the beams to try and just soften it a bit and I've also created this little kind of cave with sound foam for my microphone again just to try and help improve the the sound quality so you have a plan for your podcast you know the topic and your audience so the next thing you need to do is come up with a name and This can be really tricky. I found this quite hard to do and I went through quite a lot of different names before I decided on Holistic Business Matters. But try and pick something that really describes what your podcast is about because trying to get too clever with the title means it's not going to get picked up in searches. You're also going to need to create some artwork for your podcast. So it's the little square tile that you see when you're on things like iTunes and you're going to have to be able to read this a really small size so you've got to make the type really clear on it and use colors that stand out as well so you can do this yourself in something like Canva or even Microsoft Publisher if you've got a designer get them to do it for you though because it will save you a lot of of headache trying to do it yourself if you're not that great at design If you're going to be recording little intros and outros to your podcast with a bit of music over the top, so like I've got at the start of this podcast, you need to get some royalty-free music. I got mine from Audioblocks, which isn't free, but it's really reasonable. And basically, I subscribed for a month and I got three downloads and then I cancelled my subscription. But I get unlimited use of that and it's royalty-free, so I know I'm not going to get any trouble with it. The next thing to do is plan out your content, plan out the podcast episodes and start with your first 10 or 12 so you can see the sort of journey that you're taking your listeners on. If you're going to be doing any interviews, make sure you contact the guests that you want to interview and ask them, invite them onto your show, but make sure they're briefed as well. Let them know about the show, what kind of thing to expect, who your audience is, any special information that you want them to have get their email addresses and things like that and their social media accounts so you have them to hand when you're doing the podcast recording and editing is the bit most people want to jump to and to be fair this bit does take a bit of practice especially if you're not used to doing it and if you're not techie like me but you can get your head around it Uh, there are some great tutorials with the audacity they have tutorials on how to use it so watch those there's some great tutorials on youtube as well if you're diying it you also have the option of outsourcing it so you could not the recording you'd record it but you could outsource the editing to a professional editor now they're going to get you by far the best results but it is certainly something that's possible to do yourself and i do this podcast Okay, so you've got your recorded podcast, you've added your intros and outros, and now you've got that file, that finished podcast. So you need to get it out there and you need to get it live. And the way you do that is by using a hosting platform. Don't put it on your website, whatever you do. It has to go on a a platform. And then they distribute it to the different directories and everywhere that it needs to get found. The one that I was recommended through the program I did was Captivate and it's been really easy to use them. To be fair, they step, they walk you through step by step what you need to do to get your podcast onto the platform, to add the show notes, to make it live, to link up with all the different directories. And it's been a really good 
good host. So I'd highly recommend them. And there's a link to them. Again, I'm an affiliate for them because I'm a podcaster with them and the links in the show notes. What that did is that took a lot of the pressure off of it, a lot of the techie worries for me. And as I say, they walked me through step by step. And if I had a question, their customer services came back and answered it for me. They give you easy links that you can then use to market your podcast. So you can market it through your social media and there's one link for that. Or they give you other links that you can use per episode. It just makes the whole thing so much easier. Now you've got your podcast. It's live. It's on your website. It's gone to iTunes. It doesn't end there. You have to promote it. Because... If not, it's just going to be another thing that you do that sits there. So you need to shout about it. Shout it from the rooftops. Tell all of your friends. Put it on social media. Share it in your email list. Just tell everyone about the podcast. And it does feel a bit vulnerable at first. And I'm sure listening back when I listen to these earlier episodes, I'm going to think about all the things I could have done differently. But you have to get started and you're going to need people to help you do that. Podcasts are a huge commitment. They do take work, but they are a brilliant asset for your business. So if you have the time and you love podcasts, think about whether it's worth creating one for your business. As I said before, there are loads of free resources on creating podcasts, so you can DIY it. If you want to be supported a bit more and taken through the different steps of actually setting your podcast up and the different stages, then I'd highly recommend get your podcast live in 60 days with Janet Murray and Colin great it's just been the easiest way to do this and even having done it before it just made my life much much easier I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and there's a full blog post on this episode plus show notes and all of the links we've talked about go to helenharding.co.uk forward slash podcast nine so until next time take care and we'll speak soon If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches, and therapists, and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.